Welcome to the Soul Talks podcast, where we equip pastors, leaders, and other men and women in ministry to thrive with Jesus in their life and leadership. Now let's join Bill and Christy Galtier, doctors in psychology, spiritual directors, and founders of Soul Shepherding. Hi, friends. Thanks for joining us for Soul Talks. We love to hear from you. It's so fun for us, and we noticed this week one of you went on and gave our podcast a review, and it was so fun, and it was just a good reminder to remember you're out there. You're you're still listening, <laughs> so thank you for that, and hope others of you will join in with that as well. We love to be reminded of each of you in our community to pray for you. Well, Bill, we've been feeling kind of trapped at home in this shelter-at-home season with COVID-19, yeah. and we've been doing a good job of it because thankfully we can do so much soul shepherding from home. We're connecting with people on Zoom every day and all day. And so praise the Lord, we're able to do the work he's called us to and we're thankful for that. But last weekend I was feeling really stir crazy and mm-hmm. it was, it was cloudy and cold out and we, you know, worked, we'd taken a Sabbath, but we'd worked hard even, you know, um, full, full, more than a full week. And I was I was needing to get out. I was feeling confined. So I had read about the Lyrid meteor tower that would be going on and been waiting for a day when the skies would be clear to see the stars because it had been so cloudy. And so it was our, it was the last day to get to see it. And we had clear skies that night. And so you, you came down, you're probably not going to like me saying this, but you'd stopped work at like 1030 and came downstairs. And I said, let's go see the stars. Let's go see the stars. And so we tried to go outside too much light pollution. So then we drove to a golf course nearby, hoping that that would, it was kind of in a Canyon. We thought, well, maybe we can get away from the lights, but too much light pollution there. So I was feeling kind of discouraged here. I'd drawn you and our daughter out in the cold and the dark to go chase down stars but we went to the next place that was suggested online for stargazing in our county and I never got to see a falling star or a shooting star you never got to but we we made the best of it we were Brianna saw the Lord. A falling star. yeah Brianna did she was smart she laid down on the ground and she yeah. didn't get the crick in her neck that we were getting by standing yeah. up trying to look up and the stars were beautiful, and it was it was really quiet, and there's a, a really a sense of God's presence when you're out in the night and the under the stars, and it's just still and uh, looking and listening and noticing. It was a special time. Yeah, even though it was after midnight, the birds were singing their praise yeah, to the Lord. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it took some it took some a, a bit of discipline for me. I need to admit, and this is a confession. It's probably related to having o- overworked that day and. Uh, being type a but uh I, I we were like five minutes into waiting and i was like this is like fishing it's like <laughs> <laughs> i'm getting kind of bored here i don't <laughs> how do people do this uh, but i pushed through that and we we I, uh, probably at least 30 minutes 45 minutes we were quiet and still just un- under the stars and settling into that experience of God's presence there. Yeah, well, thanks for indulging me in that. Even though you and I didn't get to see the shooting stars, it was still it was still nice. Well, and it's such a reprieve from what we're talking about in Soul Talks today. We're talking about screen fatigue, yeah. Zoom fatigue. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're, most of you listening are with us in this, that you're spending a lot of time uh, on Zoom or some other video platform, uh, uh, Skype or something, talking for your work to, to colleagues or customers or uh, people that work for you, work with you, your even family calls. Mm-hmm. And 
and now we're doing birthdays and anniversaries and things on Zoom. Yeah. And I mean, you know, thank God for the technology that we can connect that way. But I mean, it's like intense. You're like face to face. And sometimes you're like all these people on the screen and there's all these lights like blazing there on us and in the background. And it just it wears us out. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. there's actually been research done on this. And there's a lot of negative effects. Of course, screen fatigue is beyond the, the recent COVID-19. It's just now it's just like right. intensified. It's way worse because where we used to have meetings in person, so many of us related to our work, our ministry, our, I mean, pastors are totally, those of you who are pastors in, in the church world, I know we're talking to you all the yeah. time and you're, you're living on Zoom and stuff like that and live streams and everything and trying, trying to do all your ministry that way. And it's going to be exhausting. We're, we're not made for this intense face-to-face, you know, vi- video-to-video over a, a computer connection. It's just pretty overwhelming to us. And so a couple of the pastors we've talked to have talked about how it is they're really missing even just the feedback they get from those they minister to. Yeah. And they didn't realize how much they, you know, received from that. Yeah, when you can't really see the people you're with. I mean, maybe you you can see something in video, but uh it's it's different. It's different than being with people and and you you can really only see one person at a time. You can't feel a room very well. Yeah. And so many of the of the well one one leader was was telling us uh, a small group leader and and the person in her group said, "You know, it's hard for me to connect on a computer. It's hard for me to connect to people anyway." This person was saying, "But I really don't know how to do this on a computer." And the leader was saying, "You know, gosh, it's so difficult and tiring." trying to minister to them. I, I look at their faces and they, they look so distant and checked out. And I had just put so much energy into, into trying to warm up the room and draw people out. And so, yeah, that, that absence of, of presence and connection, you know, like 90% of communication is nonverbal. And I mean, yeah, some of that you can translate by voice and by, uh, by video, but it, it's different. And it, it comes across to us in a way that is, is really exhausting. Yeah, we're feeling that, you and I, in the the webinars we're doing and the social shepherding sessions we're doing with people online. It takes a lot more energy to really give to them what we would normally be able to give in person. And, you know, the interesting thing about it is, you know, right now we're doing a podcast with you and you're listening. And so we don't have any, any video. It's voice to voice. But we, we've, Christy, you and I have talked a number of times. How it's like it's so different. You would think that putting it on video would be like uh, additive because you've got the, the visuals and there is something there that, that is, is powerful. And we'll, we'll talk about some examples of that later, but there's something else about it that makes it more tiring and less accessible. And cause I don't feel tired doing soul talks. I mean, this is like energizing for me. It, 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 so it's, it's, there's just something different about all the, all these zoom calls and video calls. Well, I think part of that is because we're relating, we're together here and we're relating and we're talking face to face, body to body. We're not just talking to a microphone without any sense of any presence of someone with us. Well, that's a great point. And that, that gets back to really how we designed this podcast. Those of you that have been listening for a while understand this, that what well, we've designed this as Christy and I having a soul talk, uh, a, a, an elevated spiritual conversation around different soul shepherding topics, and then we're inviting you, the listener, to come into that experience 
So yeah, and that probably is a big part of why it feels that way for me. But also there's just something very personal, I think, about the podcast medium and the way that we can open up our phone. You don't have to like look at the screen. I think that's mm-hmm. the big part of it is that mm-hmm. we're talking about screen fatigue. Yes. And we got all these screens, uh, our computers, our, our laptops, our tablets, our our phones, some of us, our watches. And we're just, we're just like looking at these screens all the time, zeroed into this little digital world. And there's, mm-hmm. there's something about that that is just really shrinking. And so interestingly, you know, this has been studied. There's been research on screen fatigue long before we had COVID-19. And, you know, things like eye strain. I mean, it seems like a little thing, but when I've been spending hours on the computer over the day, my eyes start to get tired and mm-hmm. I start having, my vision gets blurry and I'm having trouble seeing. I and, see your eyes get bloodshot. Yeah. And so like, that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Like that's been researched and it's, it's, a, it's one of the physical effects of too much time on screens yes. and all that, all that, that in, in, intense blue light and all, all that stuff. Uh, we get headaches and backaches. Some of that's posture. Some of that's just sitting too long. Some of that's like, you know, just kind of crouched over on, onto the screens, zoomed into that. Uh, we actually have stress disease, hypertension, and, and various uh, bodily health problems that come from just being too much on the screens. Uh, it, it, we've mentioned just the tiredness, the exhaustion. That comes up in the research. You, people report, and I, and I know that you, you who are listening, you can relate to this. We just get tired. We get tired of, of these in, intense video calls and, and meetings. Uh, there's an emptiness, an em- emptiness of soul. Because even even where we're doing church stuff and spiritual stuff that's very meaningful, the the medium is is like depersonalizing. It's, it's even dehumanizing, and that's one of the other effects. Is like we, we too much screen time, we can begin to feel like we're, we're losing a sense of our humanity, because we're we're embodied creatures. God uh, made us from the dust of the earth and, and breathed His spirit into us, and so we're we're material beings and. And we're always going to be embodied. Our, our soul is embodied. We don't, we don't have a soul apart from a body. And when we die, we're going to get a new body. And, and God has made us. That the, and Jesus came as a human being incarnate. And so God has honored and, and dignified matter, uh, physical uh, creation, and especially human beings. And so when we're in, in this digital world, we can, we can lose touch with that. And another expression of that is we just, we just crave touch. You know, we talked about that recently on one of our podcasts in COVID-19 and in our blogs uh, about just the, the, the longing for touch. And the, the, the man who said to me, you know, my, my skin screams to be touched. You know, and uh, another uh, woman in leadership said to us, you know, it's, it's just so good to, to be with you with skin on Mm -hmm. (laughs) because it it doesn't feel like we have skin on when we're in this digital video world. Yes. Yeah. We, we, we sense each other's bodies when we're together, even if we're not touching as well, the energy, you know, I sense the energy of you, more of your, your life, more of your presence is more easily experienced when I'm with you in person than comes through with just phone or with video, even, even though I can see your expressions, although they might freeze on me over yeah, yeah, a video call. Yeah. <laughs> but still, yes, more of our full soul is felt and experienced when we're in the same space together. 
Yeah, I have a friend that I meet with every week. We go for a jog and a walk, uh, my friend Lance. And uh, we, we keep social distancing uh, six feet. And we've, we've been doing this throughout COVID-19. And I don't even shake his hand uh, like I normally would. But I feel like I'm with him. Mm-hmm. And it's like so uh, humanizing. It's just, it's so uplifting for me. Mm-hmm. Or the, the day that we got to be with our, our kids and our, our granddaughter uh, on Easter. I mean, it was just like, I just, it was like, I more, I was so surprised how alive I felt. Uh, you know, and, you know, we were safe cause we'd all been practicing social distancing and quarantining and everything. And uh, it was such a blessing. I was just so missing that, that physical incarnational presence. And th- that is just a, an indispensable way for mediating to us the presence of God. And that's the ultimate sort of negative effect that can come from too much screen time, even when that screen time is personal stuff or church connections, as good as those things are, it's still, it's not, it's not embodied, it's not enfleshed. And so that this, there's something really missing in the way of God has made us. And so we, we feel this distance from God. And so there's a lot of negative effects from too much time on our phones, uh, on Zoom calls, watching TV, Scrolling social media and just, you know, screen, 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 screens. So it's important for us that we are doing things to help us connect with our bodies. If we can't with people in person, you know, some of, some of our listeners live alone and they're having to do this sheltering at home alone and mm-hmm. really isolate it. And so it's important all the more even for them that they're doing things with their body that they are disengaging from from the screen and that they're getting their bodies moving, that they're getting out and engaging with creation as well and where they're at least seeing other people's bodies also out outside and moving and where they can have the social distancing but they could still, you know, from that distance have a little bit of conversation. Yeah, and, and uh, being in nature because, again, matter matters, God, right. God's creation it, it, it's, it speaks of God's word and God's, God's loving presence and beauty. Our souls crave beauty. Well, I remember, Bill, when you and I were in Europe and it had been a couple weeks and we'd been in cement cities and all of a sudden we happened upon a tiny little patch of grass and trees and we were like, Oh, can we just stay here? We just, we just craved, we just needed to be there. We just needed to spend an hour in the grass and Mm -hmm. the trees. And it's kind of like screens. It's kind of like you start to feel machine or cement or mechanical when you don't have any interaction Mm -hmm. with the living, the life, the breathing, the, you know, and it made such a difference to our souls. Yeah. We get closed in when we're, when we're so uh, zoned into this digital world taking in information, yeah, it, it really uh, siphons off the sense of presence and aliveness. And yeah, so we really need to, we don't want to make screens bad because there's so much good that uh, God does through video streamed church services and uh, video seminars where we're learning important things and social media where we can connect with people. There's a lot of good there. One of our friends who's a psychologist, actually a couple of them that we've talked to recently and, and have seen, you know, asked, how is it going for you doing your therapy, you know, on online? And, you know, they talked about how exhausting it is, but what's getting them 
through is getting out and walking. And, you know, one of them you talked to, he's getting out three times a day for walks. And it was interesting. I was on a Zoom meeting, ministry meeting, and everyone in there, we were talking about what's been hard and what's been good during this time. And everyone on there, their good was getting out for walks, getting out in nature, getting out for walks. That's been the good. Yeah, I was so encouraging. That was a conversation with our friend John Peterson, and it happened at, at a, a drive-by uh, birthday party where we, we everybody was in their cars and were, were giving uh, notes and, and cards and signs and uh, horn honks and uh, waves and words through the window to our, our, our friend for her, her birthday. And it was a, a degree of physical presence in that, but it's just an expression of the, the you know, the COVID-19 times. And talking with John Peterson and uh, so helpful just hearing his perspective on that. And, and uh, the, the, I, I realized, yeah, I want to be on, on John's plan three times a day, <laughs> get outside, you know, in, in nature and, and walk and, and breathe and see beauty and take breaks. And I was already doing it at least once a day, but I've, I've upped my, my dosage of time in nature. <laughs> so thank you, John. <laughs> well, that's one of the things actually that I think has been good about this for you is, you know, your life hasn't changed that much in COVID-19 because even before that, you spent a huge amount of time on the computer. You're a writer yeah. and you do your writing on the computer and you can spend easily 12 hours a day on the computer and not get up to eat or to talk or, you know. Okay, you're getting the real, you're getting the real view on Bill today. Christy's confessing my faults to you. So, that, so, so which is fine. Well, that's it's, true. It's also your strings. And so yeah. I kind of feel like. I, I do work hard and I do sometimes over, overwork and I, I can, I can focus and zoom in for a while. I, I know about screen fatigue. I promise you long before COVID-19. Yeah. It, it might've been hard for you to stargaze for 45 minutes, but it's much harder for me to sit at a screen as long as you do than it is to yeah. wait for stars to fall. Well, that's but. why I hang with you because you've got a lot of soul and I need that soul. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is not to criticize you or judge you or anything like that, but to say that this is something that you have been having to deal with in your life daily, and you're not alone in yeah. that. There's others of our litness, listeners that their job requires them to be on a screen all day, every day. Mm. And so we need to help them understand that there is good news for them, too, and that you know, prayer is a resource that you make use of at your computer, connecting to God. There's things that, that we can do when that is our reality. Yeah, it's so important. I do stop and take breaks. I, I Sometimes I stop and go up and down the stairs to get my body moving and to exercise. And while I do that, I, I pray. And I sometimes I stop and stretch and pray. I have different centering prayers that I'll do. And uh, a lot of times I stop and talk to you. <laughs> well, you disciplined yourself to stop and make a salad for lunch. Yeah, all these little things, they they really add up. And, and the point is developing habits that are in a variety of ways that are helping us to engage with the Lord's presence. And we're going to talk more about that on this week's blog, which is going to, is, uh, if you haven't read it yet, it's uh, seven tips for screen fatigue. And just talk about, you know, basic things about taking a break and standing and going for a walk and breathing fresh air and, and the power of touch and this exercise we learned about called havening and naming emotions and having a soul talk like we're doing here and getting centered in prayer and and th- these kinds of things are have been proven by countless people in their experience and in research studies that they, they combat this screen fatigue and they, they build up our sense of humanity, our sense of connection to God, and our, just our sense of a, a living, being a living, breathing soul. 
We really hope, friends, that as you listen to us have us all talk about this, that you will have one too and realize that this validates your experience. Maybe you've been wondering, why am I feeling so tired? Why isn't this feeling like enough, this connection I'm having with people in this time over the phone or over the computer? We hope that it'll be validating to you and recognizing that and giving yourself the ability to receive some grace from the Lord in that, to listen to your bodies and your needs with that. And I think one of the good things, too, is it will help us to appreciate being able to be together with our loved ones. Yeah, once we get to go back to church uh, in person, that's going to be mm-hmm. quite a celebration. Yes. It's going to be awesome. So, yeah, it, it's uh, we're in this podcast, as we always do, but maybe especially today, what we're doing for you who are listening is we're articulating things that you're probably feeling or your your spouse or your friend or your coworker or your your children, whether they're, they're uh, young or, or adults, people around you are feeling these things. And so a, a huge part of what helps us with screen fatigue is what we're doing right now. It's just stepping away from the screen and, and talking sharing our feelings, listening to each other, uh, seeking God's presence in that uh, is so, so powerful and so, so humanizing, so uh, God-connecting and soul-enhancing. And so that, that's a big part of what we need to do. And uh, so just uh, briefly before we close, a couple of uh, illustrations here to point out the, uh, the good that can come with screens. So uh, I mentioned that we've learned about uh, this exercise called havening, and it's a it's a simple way, and this will be uh, in our, our blog this week if you haven't read it yet, but it's a, a way where, where you touch your, your face under your eyes and over your eyes with both, with both of your hands, and then you also might, might touch your arms or your chest, your hands, but it's a, a, a soothing, rubbing motion, and, and what we teach is doing that as a way of prayer, and then in the context of marriage or a, an intimate uh, friendship where there's permission, you can uh, touch each other in this way to minister God's presence and God's nurture, and it's so powerful. And so I've uh, done this on Zoom uh, just recently with, with a pastor, and so we're, we're looking at each other's faces, and I can't touch him, but I can, with my words and my spirit, I can touch him and touch myself as a proxy. And so I taught him how to do havening by having him watch me on, on the Zoom, and then I had him doing it for himself, and, and as I was doing it, I was praying for him, and I told him that. And as he was doing it, I asked him to re- receive my soul touch, and, and most of all, to receive that as an expression of God's touch. And we just did that in quiet together for, gosh, about five minutes uh, with that touch and that praying. It was powerfully soothing and healing in the context of the, the conversation that we were doing and, and the issues that he was dealing with in his life. And so that's like something... We, we, there's a, a humanizing soul touch happening there over Zoom. Mm-hmm. So that's screen time that, that can be enhancing and uh, fulfilling. And another example, a pastor couple that is in our community, uh, probably listening now, and uh, they've been through our institute. And so they gave their uh, Sunday message as a soul talk. And I just, I just love that. And so they, they did what we're doing here on this podcast. They did by video for their church as a way to, to bless their people and, and 
what better way to teach soul talk than to model it and invite people into it, right? And so in, in this time where we're feeling so isolated and, and even when we do get together, we're practicing social distancing, they went right into intimate conversation, modeling that uh, for the people in their church. And so there are so many ways that we can use the new technology in ways that are uh, connecting with God and they're prayerful and they're, they're fostering meaningful conversations and connections with each other. And so uh, thanks for, for listening and being a part of this conversation, being in our community. And it'd be so awesome if you would uh, leave a review and a rating uh, for Soul Talks on your podcast app. Uh, it's, it's not as hard to do as you might think. You just go on your podcast app and you go to the search button, search on Soul Talks. Uh, and then when we come up, click on the, the big picture there to get into the, the page for Soul Talks. You're clicking on the show. And then you just scroll to the bottom and you'll see ratings and reviews. And when you get to ratings and reviews, it's real simple to give a star rating and to leave a review. And I mean, if everybody listening to me right now did that, uh, we'd be like so many more people would find Soul Talks because, uh, you know, it's kind of like the, the, the 10 lepers and, um, you know, only one came back and said, thank you. We're all, we all mean well, but we, we don't often get around to fulfilling those intentions. But if, if you would do that, it would really help uh, Soul Talks. Leave that rating and review, help more people to find us. And, and we love hearing what you have to say. It, it encourages us and it guides us in how best to, to minister to you. Jesus, thank you. Thank you that you were willing to become embodied, to become incarnate, and to come and to connect to us. And thank you that you live in our bodies as your temple. We ask, Lord, that you would provide good opportunities for each person to be able to connect with you through another, and that you would guide us, Lord, to connect with you in those times when we are feeling isolated, in those times when we are necessary on the screen, Lord, that your spirit can touch us even without having to be embodied. So we thank you for your love, your presence, your power at work in us, guiding us into healthy rhythms of life and relating. In Jesus' name, amen. Everything in life begins with our intimacy with Jesus. So at Soul Shepherding, we've created prayer guides to help you cultivate your connection with the Lord. Our breath prayers, Ignatian meditation, and Lectio Divina guides help you to experience God and His Word in deep and unique ways that will begin to transform you. Thank you for joining us on the Soul Talks podcast. To find out more about growing in your life and leadership, subscribe to the podcast and visit us at soulshepherding.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram 